2: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Here we go. It's hour four of the G Bag Nation on 105.3. The fan. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We have an edition of football's finest here in the making and. Tw- uh, uh, the what you drink and what you think in Friday staple is right around the corner now at eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. We'll only ask you that you answer a couple of questions, and that if you're operating uh, heavy machinery, you're not cracking them. Okay, but it is Friday, so let's have some fun. In the meantime, in addition to football's finest, here's the chief.
0: Yes, sir. Before we uh, before we bring some football conversation to the table here, I did have a there's a clip of Bruce Bochy. Uh, Major League, uh, or MLB Network, was here in Surprise covering these world champs, and they had a conversation with Bruce Bochy. Listen to what he has to say about the the banged-up guys in the starting rotation, the Scherzers of the world, the Mallies of the world, the DeGroms of the world, and their status, uh, because I think we get potentially some bad news, but uh, really good news on uh, our guy Scherzer. Plus, he's got some, uh, some things to say about Wyatt Langford. So
4: here's Bruce Bochy on MLB Network. We just need them to be themselves, you know, just Mm -hmm, get them healthy. Uh, You know, with Max, now we're looking at June. That's a little bit earlier than we thought. Uh, Jacob, uh, maybe August. uh, But we got Mally, too, and uh, we had a really uh, good arm there, and now we're hoping to have him ready by July. So, you know, we get those three back, uh, I mean this is going to be a really, really impressive rotation. I love the blend of veterans and young guys. Josh Young was terrific last year at
3: third base. Evan Carter, we've already talked to him. What what a star he is. Wyatt Langford is intriguing. I mean, just drafted in 2023 in the first round.
4: What are your expectations for him? Do you think he could break camp as a starting DH for this team? Well, I mean, we're staying open-minded. And, you know, he he wouldn't just be a DH. I mean, we'd have to play him in the outfield, too. And it could be a rotation thing. But he's getting us at bats now. And you know, I can answer this question better later in the spring. But he's special. I mean, the yeah. numbers don't lie on what, on what this kid did last year. So it's been fun to watch him. You know, the, uh, the hits aren't there right now, but that's all right. We'll we'll take that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's seen some really good pitching, and we'll keep throwing them out there. We'll see what happens. Well, we got the hits today. You got two hits for Wyatt Langford
0: today. One was a single. One was a two-run bomb ski, uh, and it is uh, also a walk for uh for Wyatt Langford today Bangford. so he uh, great day yeah Bangford Wyatt Bangford uh he he had a great day at the plate but I thought that was interesting from Bochi. I mean really good news in regards to the Scherzer situation we were thinking post trade deadline for basically all these dudes to return but if there's going to be a June Scherzer sighting I think that w- that would be really really exciting and it might be the perfect timing shot in the arm kind of deal that this team needs to get to the trade deadline sort of in one piece and feeling like, okay, we are sitting record wise at a place where we can go attack here and try and make a
3: run. Yeah. I'm looking forward to those sure days. If they happen in June, that that would be, uh, you know, just that much better. I didn't know what to make of, of uh, how he said to Grom, maybe August. Yeah. That was the bad news. That was the
1: bad news one for me. I'm, you know, I, I, that's the one to that, that, that to me could be so great if when healthy we've saw when he was healthy you know how well he pitched you know how just the command that he has and you know the fact that he says well we'll see in august and i'm like going man the season could be over in august you know if you really i mean but who knows i mean you know to me i i would just worry about him coming back in August and all of a sudden it's like, man, we need some big starts. And he's trying now he's trying to kind of find it again. You know, I, I don't know. I'm maybe I'm being over over whatever you want to call it. Dramatic.
0: Over, maybe. Pessimistic.
1: Yes. That too. Emotional. Emotional. Sure. I was hoping that he was going to tell me that that he was going to be one of the first ones back. DeGrom. Yeah.
0: No, I just I, I think I, and
1: I don't know anything about Tommy John surgery. I'm sorry, but he seemed like that he was hurt so early you know in in the season that it was going to be and maybe that's my nfl background where if a guy gets hurt early in the year i kind of feel like that oh he'll he'll be back and i know tommy john surgery is completely different from a knee or anything else but i was i was hoping that he was going to tell me that maybe you know may june that we met august that's that kind of that kind of took me a little bit. Well, I
0: think with when you factor in the age and the fact that he's a, a multi-time injury kind of dude, Ugh. and then more importantly, probably than all of that, how much you've just invested in him for a giant contract that you want to be able to get some some juice out of. I think they are taking the ultra cautionary approach when it comes to Degrom, and so I'm trying to set my expectations for not even seeing him this year. It- I think there's a chance you, you like that you don't even actually see him play at all.
1: Well, they, oh, okay. So yeah. you're saying that. So you guys, you guys, neither one of you have hope then.
3: Well, no. I mean, I asked Mike not Mattis. him, but I do the team at the toy no, drive. I have,
1: I have, I have hope with the team. I yeah. don't. I, I feel like I kind of, I'm going to need him.
3: Well, you, you, they did. They didn't need him last year, Brian. They'll be just fine. But mm-hmm. you're not getting anything good from him. If he, mm-hmm. if he comes back, I think you know, and and stays healthy, I'm hopeful that he'll. We can build towards 2025. Coming back from the second surgery, you know, number one. And then number two, just the idea that the, the pitchers just aren't the same when they come back from that the first year. So 2025 DeGrom, good. You know, this year, hoping to get some quality starts in the regular season. But, you know, I think once you get to the playoffs, you're going to need, you know, players are, that are at the absolute top of their game. And I just can't foresee DeGrom being there this time around.
1: Yeah, I'm the well, same. Well, you guys way. just kicked me right in the
3: junk.
0: Well, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because you're going to get a June Scherzer deal going on, uh, and I, I think we've already seen we've seen guys like Dane Dunning, we've seen guys like John Gray. They can put stretches together. You just got to get to okay. Well, then give me to Montgomery
1: to the, too then. Get well, me, get me Montgomery. C.Y. Then. didn't
0: seem very a- excited about anything. I think
1: CY's C- C- low key in it. I think he doesn't want to say much about it. I think they're probably in on this. I don't think he wants to talk about it, though. I don't think he wants to, to you know, to. He, he kind of has an idea that maybe this will work out, but he didn't want to really talk about it. You know, sometimes when you kind of get excited about it and talk about it, it doesn't
0: happen. So you think there's a better chance of of the Rangers getting Monty than what Cy was was leading I think on. He, I yesterday. think he's
1: slow playing us right now.
0: Well, I did see John Heyman going through all of the remaining. There's like four. You know, big name dudes that are still out there. Obviously, Monty being one of those, and the best guess on where he ends up. And Heyman's whole write up was basically saying, like, not sure, not sure, not sure, but he puts best guess. He ends up back with the Rangers. There you go. So that was John Heyman, but it seems like that was very much so up in the air, and he's just kind of defaulting to the Rangers because we know Monty would like to be back with them. Um, but we'll see if another team decides to give Monty Boston, the years right? and the money that he's looking for. Boston, yeah, I think actually the Giants were another team that John Heyman put down. But he, didn't
1: want to, he doesn't want to pitch for them, right? Didn't we kind of hear some whispers he didn't want to pitch for the Giants? Yeah, but or ultimate, Yankees ultimate, those people? Yeah,
0: ultimately, beggars can't be choosers, though, and if the Giants are the one team that steps up with the, the years and the dollars, then I guess he would just say, okay, yeah. um, but... There's a status of, of your starting rotation. Are you guys nervous about it
1: at all? About Monty? No, no, no I, I, about the rotation.
3: Mm-mm. No, I I I'm think not. of Aldi, Gray, Heaney, Dunning. You're solid, you know. You have a great lineup. You have a good bullpen, they're, they're, you know, and they're going to get young guys opportunities. I, you know, I, don't, I don't like Bradford. I don't like right now what I'm going to see in the five spot. But you don't have to worry about that too often. And this offense is going to carry bad pitching to wins. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Yes. All right. And
0: and just even the, even the defense and, and some of the amazing plays yeah. that these guys were able to make last year and just how, like, they don't beat themselves defensively. Uh, and there will be days, and probably you know, some small stretches of, oh my gosh, this pitching situation is really biting us. We just put up seven runs, and we're coming away yeah. with an L here. There's going to be some frustrating moments, but I do think, by and large, you have enough in your starting rotation factored in with the the amount of bats that you have. That seem like with the youth and the Bankfords of the world that are stepping Thank up you. here. It's it, hopefully you know, as long as Seager and these dudes are healthy. But the, the, I think the lineup will the good will outweigh the bad there mm-hmm. when it comes to the offense. and it'll be a little bit like the Mavericks where, "Hey, offense, we need you to carry us for a little while here. Let's, yeah. go, let's go put your team on your back, and there's enough invested into that offense to say, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And last year being able to outhit like the worst bullpen ever.
3: Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah
0: So I still got the confidence. Um, okay, I wanted to play this clip here from the Mina Kimes podcast as we talk about the Cowboys in this offseason and what they got going on. And one of the big things is the linebacker spot. Everybody's talking about it. There's some dudes in the draft, but it seems like free agency is where we've decided we'd like to allocate yeah. the assets there. The draft, you get your center, your running back, and in free agency, you get your linebacker and your defensive tackle. Found interesting the conversation that Mina Kimes had on her podcast with Mike Renner, uh, another football guy. And listen to what they say about the linebacker position and and how it's so much more unique uh, than the rest of the positions in the NFL and, and how it's best to invest in the position.
2: The lesson is just don't take them in the first round. Just don't use the premium
3: draft capital. I don't care how the good they look. But it's also a position that I think free agents are getting more and more attractive at.
5: Yes. That,
3: uh, I'd rather just go pay you know, true Tranquil, whatever, $5 million a year or whatever it is that he's making instead of trying to invest high draft capital in some of these guys because the, the timeline
6: yes. is just so
3: stretched out for these. Right. For these you want Patrick impact. Queen
6: now rather than as a yeah. rookie.
0: Yeah. No, isn't that interesting though? It's kind of like the the reverse linebacker. Like I feel like sometimes um, when we people talk about the NFL and the cap and players and whatever, we have a reputation for just saying, go younger, draft, 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 don't pay them. But I, I agree with you. It feels like the reverse might be true at this particular position because of the complexity of it and because it does seem very hard to play well. Early.
3: Yeah, you got a lot going on at linebacker these days, don't you? You got to be able to cover and diagnose, and uh, the motion running game, and, and and all this. So it's don't very, come off the field. It's become a very challenging position, and the guys that do it well are often leading their teams deep into playoff runs and, and giving an advantage that other teams just can't find. You know, these guys are rare—the uh, the type of linebackers that can get that done. But I, I think what they're saying is, in the next class down from the absolute elite ones, there is a there is a group of of veteran linebackers who are going to perform way better than the rookies. Because of their experience, uh, and they have a track record of doing that, and they're just not costing much money. It's like a market inefficiency, you know, and that's another reason that I think we prefer that the Cowboys address this particular issue with uh, a little bit of money. And Brian was talking about the linebackers; you can get this done five, six million bucks. Yeah, I saw. I
1: saw a deal. I saw a post this morning with that Frankie Louvo from Carolina. Yeah, three years, twenty-seven million dollars. That's what the projection was. They said that the Cowboys are going to sign him three years, $27 million. Okay. okay. So said. that
0: seems to be what the market is that, for him.
1: They, they were making predictions. They had the top 100 free agents. Yeah. And they were predicting where they were going to go.
3: It's a premium chess piece for single digit millions yeah. in, in the NFL. You find a player who ranks that well at edge, at corner, at, at tackle, at wide receiver, they're 25, 30 million bucks. <laughs> So it's just a, a, a great way and hopefully the Cowboys are, are are thinking along those lines. So I don't know, maybe they want to do another linebacker at twenty four. That would be heartbreaking. Oh my gosh, that would be heartbreaking. But
0: yeah, I, I think that is I mean, that's just a general view of it. But then also when you sink into like you said, broad, it's this specific free agent class of linebackers, there's a there's some depth there of solid starters that would be instant upgrades for the Cowboys that wouldn't cost you a ton you don't have to go get the the top tier linebacker on the board there in free agency because there's about seven or eight of them that are pretty solid you can go grab a guy like you said Dawson, five million yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, you get Al Shazier now all of a sudden you got yourself a bona fide run stuff and linebacker that they were craving all last year so And then ho- hopefully the overshone deal will be interesting to see. I think that's something that can take the defense to the next level, though, if Overshawn's going
1: to come back. I'll and tell you, Zimmer's going to need him, man. He didn't play without linebackers. He's just not going <laughs> to do yeah, it. Yeah, you,
3: you, 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 you can't guarantee that's going to happen with Overshawn, and you can't guarantee you'd get a player that can help you in the draft. I, I think in order to be sure, you got to go spend at least 5 maybe $10 million bucks at linebacker if you're going to be serious about having a great defense next year
0: man I thought this was a pretty funny clip so this is the uh, the chiefs defensive back coach his name's Dave Merritt this is him on the uh the sh- uh, sports shop uh podcast and he's talking about so he's the chiefs db coach they just beat the niners in the super bowl listen to him undress them and keep in the back of your mind that the niners just brought him in to be their uh you know to to interview for their defensive coordinator job so listen to what he had to say about the niners and then just imagine the whole time wow they just brought this guy in to interview him and this podcast clip is from last week
7: Wilkes even himself is looking at this as a blessing you know what i understand you guys want to go in a different direction. Mm -hmm. But if you want to base it clearly off of just the game, that's not the case, and we all know that. There's always something behind a marriage. If it's not going well, it it, it doesn't just happen all night. But if you want to talk about the game, their offense went 3-for-12 on third down. Our offense went 9-for-19, but if your offense is going 3-for-12 on third down, is that Wilkes' fault? (laughs) If your tight end, who's all pro, Kittle, yeah. Only has one catch for four yards. <laughs> Is that Wilkes fault? Right, no. I mean, so yeah. therefore you can feed McCaffrey all you want to. Yeah. He needs help. And then number eleven, who was trying to fight all game, uh, Aiko, whatever yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He only had forty something <laughs> yards. Was that Wilkes' fault? So yeah. I just say that there was yeah. something going on before. Yeah, this mm-hmm. all went. Oh man, it man, Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's, a, that's 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 a pretty good. I like that.
0: <laughs> say here. Okay. So, Brandon
1: Ayuk, I think he was talking about. Yeah, he was right? talking
0: about Brandon Ayuk right there. But he was, he was defending the recently fired defensive coordinator for the Niners, Steve Wilkes, and he was explaining how the offense sucked really, really bad. That's Shanahan's baby, his offense. He's putting names on it. He's calling out Kittle and Ayuk and all these dudes for not playing well. And the Niners just brought him in for an interview to be their defensive coordinator. <laughs> I think wow. that's pretty awesome. I kind of like that. Yeah. Like, Shannon's yeah. like, dude, you guys, you, you just tore me up, uh, but you clearly had a good plan against well, me. You, so I, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of want you to be on my, my team I would here. bring
1: him in, too. I would bring him in, too, and interview him and talk to him how he stopped you or what was, the, what was their plan. Yeah. I, I, maybe, I, maybe I have no intent of hiring him. None. None. I get him to spill his guts in the interview and get him up on the board and say, what, what was your game plan going in? How would you how would you attack me today? I would get him up there on that board and have him walk me through so the next time that I'm in that situation. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to. I'm, I understand now what you were thinking.
0: Cowboys should have done with that. Yeah, uh, I there, with the, this I would. The I, would defensive I would
1: absolutely interview that. Do the interviews and have no intent of in hiring a guy like that. Probably
3: the Shanahan shade off season continues though with yeah. uh, you know him taking a bigger step back in the coach rankings than I, I think we've seen in a long time. Thank you, Chief. Yes, sir. Uh, now, when we return, it is that time of day on a Friday. Quitting time. What you drinking and, and what, what you, you thinking thinkin'? at eight seven seven eight eight one one. 1053 will take your phone calls next in the
4: Gbag Nation. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
4: You have 47 new voicemails.
2: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the G Nation on 105 through the fan on a Friday, and it is. Time now for that one segment of the week where you're encouraged to call in while intoxicated or in the process of catching a buzz. That's right. It's time for what you're drinking and, and what, what you think it. There's only two rules of uh, the segment. Number one, you answer the questions. Number two, you're not operating heavy machinery at the time, which does include automobiles. As per usual in the seg, we like to go around the room. We'll go back into the pimp cup and establish what we're all drinking and thinking on this particular evening. And then we'll hit the phone calls. And a couple of lines are currently open at 877-881-1053. In the words of Arnie Spanier, why do I have a line open? (laughs) Salute to Arnie. I'm uh, drinking a 20-ounce Diet Coke. I'm thinking, wow, this is, is it's been a great trip, guys. Okay, and I want to thank you guys for being so easy to travel with and so easy to work with. I have missed the Wooly Bully, uh, and I'm I'm happy he gets to enjoy being a dad, but I have missed the Wooly Bully. Mm -hmm. And I want to thank Tim Collins as well, the office ace, the the cubicle quarterback himself with perhaps his greatest booking ever. Yes. Uh, The Hilton just down the street from Surprise Stadium. It has been close, it has been new construction, it has been clean, and the staff there has been epic as well. So, it's just been a wonderful time out here in Arizona, and we got to enjoy some, some terrific baseball along with it. The week has absolutely flown by, and I wish we could do it all over. Me
7: too, Gentlemen. man. It's
3: been epic.
0: And shout out to the uh, the accommodations have been on point.
1: They yep. have been on point. And also thank the Texas Rangers, too, for all their help, too, with the... Uh, with the guests and the CY and stuff like mm-hmm. that, man, they've been super to with us. I am myself, guys, excited about getting back to to Dallas this evening and then getting back into that combine. For me, you know, this is my time of year to work on this this draft, and I'm I'm glad, Dawson, you brought back the big report, yeah, the big, big board, board report. report. Yep. So it gives us the opportunity to talk about, uh you know, what what's going on. But when you get back from the combine, that's when you start to kind of have an idea what direction this team might go. So. Excited to kind of hear all the, the rumors and, and speculations from that and, and, and get going again.
3: Well, that's what you're thinking. But as a man who's done the most drinking on the show this week, you yeah. did not tell us what you're drinking, sir. Uh,
1: I, fortunately, I'm not drinking any Tito's or any of the craft beer. But uh, uh, the Pellegrino water is what I've gone with today. So uh, uh, it's it's kind of high end water, but sparkling. I'm, I'm sparkling. I appreciate it not having any type of alcohol in it, though. Gonna that, be that, that was rough. That was that was. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) You went big on Wednesday. (laughs) That was rough, and I had a great time, and uh, I paid off my bet payoff, so I'm clean, ready to go, and ready for the next one. Definitely, but not sober. Not sober.
0: Yeah. Not sober. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm honestly just drinking the the Wyatt Bankford Kool Aid right now. I just saw that reports are that that bombski he hit earlier uh, probably would have gone about 440 feet. Uh, bang, bang. to the right of center field. So Wyatt Bangford getting it done. Four-game win streak has been snapped for the Rangers, but he goes two for three with a homer, a single, and a walk. So probably his best day. And I think he got the KC masterpiece, bumpsky There
3: you go. All righty. Uh, if you're looking for something to discuss, Wyatt Langford's nickname is some fertile uh, content ground. <laughs> I'm suggesting why at Bankford. You have Cowboys stuff with meeting with Tyler Biotis, agent today. Hopefully it was to tell him your uh, client services aren't wanted. Yeah. Um, you can talk maps. You can talk stars. A lot of sports going on. Let's go into the Pimp Cup before we do any of that, though, and see what Lucius Alexander is drinking and thinking.
8: Ah, sorry. I just got off the <laughs> no, phone good. there with all the Tolos that are calling. Uh, I'm drinking water. I've had about a half a gallon. Okay. A little above half a gallon. I'm slacking in the game. Thinking about the margaritas I'm going to pick up though
9: after work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
10: yeah,
8: buddy. Yeah. And I'm thinking about sleeping in on Saturday morning, so don't call me before 11. Okay, thank you. There you wow, go. there yeah. you go. That is awesome. You can go all the way till 11 a.m. I can probably go longer than that. You know? Dang. Dang. <laughs> That about. is <laughs> outstanding. 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: That yeah. yeah, was for dinner.
8: All right. At
3: 877-881-1053, it is time to take some of your phone calls here. LA Live is in the not-too-distant future. We're going to talk some Cowboys with you coming up at 6 o'clock if you'd like to stick around for that. Where are we going first, Lucius?
8: Let's go to Brennan in Dallas. What are you drinking? What are you thinking, sir?
6: Well, I'm not drinking yet. I'm about to Take the wife out to Roadhouse, and so I'm gonna get me a couple margaritas. Yeah, Mm nice. And then, what I'm thinking is for one, Dallas doesn't need to waste draft picks like they have been for the past what decade, they need to get a center with their first round pick and then hit the free agency to fill the voids on defense. And then, secondly, I think the Rangers rotation is gonna be just fine. Okay. The offense is gonna take us another deep run in the playoffs and get us another World Series.
3: Like it. Two in a row, baby. Back like at it. freaking back. Brennan in Dallas. I like your style. Have a great weekend.
1: Yep. I like it. I'm 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 I am nervous about the rotation a little bit myself, but uh I, I hope everybody can talk me off the ledge, and you guys are trying.
3: I
0: thought a 440-foot dong from Bankford would probably get you in the right mindset that this offense is just going to be yeah, running I, it up on I, folks, I hope, so.
1: I hope so. I hope so. That's, you know, I just uh, – because like I said, I, I feel like that the pitching will – you know, that will tell the tale. The yeah. hitting will not be the problem. The defense will not be the problem. It's can they be consistent enough with the pitching and figure that out. and. They did last year.
3: As long as in the general manager's office there's a gentleman named CY. Right? Yeah. I think we're gonna be in good shape. There
1: you go. I you like know,
3: it. Especially <laughs> with Boach down there. Yeah. And and uh and Corey Seeger. We've got a real good hands here. Uh, Lucius, where are we going yeah, next?
8: Let's go to my guy, Tim and Carthage. Tim, what are you drinking? What are you thinking, sir? What's up, guys? I'm
11: drinking a little Friday margarita. And I want to start off by asking Lucia to fire me up some George Clinton. We got the funk in honor of the Texas Rangers baseball being back because we got to have the bump. Okay. Uh, Brian. Sir. (laughs) You, Brian, you made me proud, son. Us crusties like me and old Kenny – We're Uh proud. Chief might be able to eat you out of the house and home when it comes to a meal and asking stupid questions. But, son, when it comes to drinking, you got his ass when it comes to drinking. I'm proud of
1: you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Thank you.
11: You're welcome. Zach, I'm sorry you missed baseball camp, but, son, there is nothing like the birth of a child. It's a -a once-in-a-lifetime event, and we love you. And finally, finally, Gavin, what? would you please call somebody's name out when you say Texas in, leave us where you're calling from, we'll make you famous, and then you start chasing damn rabbits all over the damn place. <laughs> That's my bad, buddy. I'm like Rodeo I'll do Ron. I'm like Rodeo <laughs> Ron. I love me some Jim Bean, and I love me some G-Bag Nation. This is Salute. Jim and Carthage. There Thank he goes. You. Love you, Pappy. How Salute to you,
3: sir. He's so good to us. Oh, he is. We'll do our best at accomplishing your requests, sir. Yeah. Hope you He's have He's right weekend. though.
0: With the way with the way Broaddus was was drinking, holding his own, doing his thing, hanging out with the Hall of Famer Eric Nadell in the postgame. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It was an impressive run, dude. I'm just saying. I think you've had a damn good week.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. You're been a lot that, of fun. Really I did good. I did wake up at three in the morning though, and that was a little rough. That was a little rough. Off. I'll, I'll admit that.
3: He's the cottonmouth king of the crusties I was cotton he's now. Cottonmouth
6: king, king of the crusties for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. What a trooper! What a bet payoff for the ages. We'll be talking about that one. I, well, mean, I it, waited
1: long enough. That yeah. was the problem. I had to give. I had to give a great effort. If I didn't, it wasn't going to be worth it. It really was. I mean, a lot of
3: crazy stuff has happened today. We get here within ten minutes of starting the show. The lady messed up the national anthem. Yeah. You know, that was insane.
1: Not again, but Uh, we started. Our first week. week. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. just to recap, all Uh the insane thing happened. From
3: from Woolchuck's baby situation to Brian being hammered. Chia sitting on the couch again.
8: Yep. I mean, this has just been. I thought she went out there and tried it again and failed twice. (laughs) I was like, man, I know
0: she's devastated by now. What are you drinking? What are
8: you thinking, lady?
0: (laughs) It was her web
3: redemption, and even that one went sideways. (laughs) I'll never forget because the guy next to me was standing up watching her, and when she messed up the first time, he put his hands like he was in prayer, like, please yeah. let the words come to her, but they didn't. The audience had to pick her up. It was actually a beautiful and inspiring moment. The audience moment. did
1: a great job of understanding what was going on.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no driven, way that There's no way that happened. That kid's doing a bit. I swear to God.
7: <laughs> Mom and dad putting too much pressure on he her. He said, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor girl,
8: man. <laughs> Let's go to Leo. Let's go to Leo in Dallas. Leo, what are you drinking? What are you thinking, sir?
10: Hi, I'm drinking soda right now. I got me a bottle of Crown for later. The black label, which I just discovered, was super
3: smooth. Oh, super smooth. Yeah, that's good stuff.
10: Yeah, that, that stuff will sneak up on you. You won't even taste it before you know it, you got you.
11: Mm-hmm. Yep.
10: And I'm thinking about the Rangers. Let's just throw C.Y. on a $1 bill and see why we trust. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it. We're here to go on a run with the Rangers. I trust C.Y. and, and Boach. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the Cowboys, I can't buy in on Cowboys, but the one thing we do the best is draft. The thing we do the worst is one when to let go of the players. Yeah. So let's go ahead and trade some players off, get some draft picks, trade Micah, have two first round picks for the next two years, wow. throw in digs out there. Let's get a couple of uh, two second round picks and let's see what, uh, what McClay can do. Come on, come on,
11: Jerry.
3: Draft him up, man. You might get like three all-pro players out of all those picks. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> my man, my man thre- I really he, felt he immediately threw out the Micah trade Micah bit, though. There
0: was a level-headedness to that right up until the Micah moment. But he talking about trust in CY, t- uh, trust in Boach. I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I, w- I don't understand why our yeah. guy brought us over here doesn't have all the faith in the world. What, in the they're Rangers? Gonna, they're going to get these guys They're going to get these guys going in the right direction. I, so. I saying, hope so. Saying that the Cowboys, generally, they do their draft, absolutely, and then he started trading everybody. Uh, which, if you want to go with the full-on
1: rebuild, my goodness. you trade Dak though, wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Yes, yeah. I would. I just want to make sure you're there.
3: If we're going to put CY on a new currency, I think we do need like a $1,000 bill now with how inflation's been going. Like, you need to be able to lay down a grand ski right there just with a single bill or a dollar coin. Now, I'm up for either one with CY. I don't know how the Treasury wants to handle the whole thing, but those are the two options. The he's he's des- deserving of... Uh all of those things. I mean, why not get him a coin? Why not get him a bill? Yeah. I mean,
0: geez. Uh, it, all the monetary values. See why? It's yours. He's an American
3: hero and uh, a man I consider as a friend.
0: At this point, I feel I like I would we, say so,
8: too. Yeah.
3: Like Who's ooh. next, Lucius?
8: Polo. Polo and Garland. <laughs> yeah. What are you drinking? What are you thinking, dog? Uh-oh. I'm drinking,
9: I'm drinking some Stella Rose. Some Stella Rosa. I'm getting ready to watch the One Love movie again because half the stuff they said in making I couldn't really understand it, so I'm going to watch it again. There you go. Now I agree with y'all may not believe this Dallas Fort Worth or just anywhere in the world, but I'm going to agree with Broderus. Thank you, sir. Last year, <laughs> last I think it was I think it was last year in June or July we went on a losing streak. We lost like seven out of ten and eight out of ten games. I can't remember what it was the Rangers was yes, because sir. our pitching, our defense, our pitching and our hitting just stopped. Right. And I really honestly – I just can't trust pitchers holding up for a whole doggone season. And I agree, give Jordan Montgomery his some money. The dude yeah. brought us a championship. He helped get Texas a, a championship. Now another thing, us I got a question for you. Okay, yes, sir. okay, we made the we we made the draft pick for uh Deuce Vaughn last last year. Yes, sir. And you know that was like a that was like a sentimental pick. Everybody was crying, you know, daddy happy and all this. Right. But in a year in a year or two, do you think that may be a wasted pick if Deuce Vaughn isn't playing? We could have got a linebacker last year in the fourth round for him instead of him. I mean what's up, yeah. Brothers? I love you, no. dude. No, Don't i know. Me an ass, no, ask storm. More I love you, Bryce. Bye.
3: There he goes. Polo <laughs> and Garland. That's healing. Did That's, did he, I told you he liked you, Brian. That was the no, olive branch. I, yeah. no, I,
1: I appreciate that. What did he say last week when I wasn't here? Did he call it? I him don't to think he my ass?
3: No, he didn't. He didn't rip you last week. Okay. To my memory. Okay. There was no rip. That's fine.
1: I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, I'm mean to him. He's mean to me. But, you know, we can come to some agreements. Uh, yeah, I, I would worry about the pick with Deuce Fun. And i tell you what it teaches you, though. It, you know, you're looking for traits and all that. You're looking for quickness and all these things. When players are short and they can't do other things, they can't play special teams. Oh, they can't. You know, he tries to blitz protect and stuff like that. He gives it his all. But there's only so much that you can do with him as a player. Hmm. So, to me, when you're starting to look at those late-round picks like that, yeah, the quickness on he, it, he, he's, he's a guy that he really doesn't finish. I mean, when you look at overall. Yeah. So, yeah, you took really kind of a – it was a sentimental player that it was a really, really good college football player. Yeah. But there's limitations of what you can do with him as a player.
3: It's insane how good he was in the preseason. And then you take a step up to starting NFL linebackers and defensive linemen. And yeah. it's like he couldn't produce at all. It was really stunning. Yeah. You know, and it's it's remarkable how big that final jump is to uh, NFL starting caliber. I
1: appreciate the call, Polo, Dede. Thank salute you, Salute to
3: you. Yeah. Uh, who's next? Uh, Lucius? Let's
8: go to
1: Kenny. Kenny and Quillen, What you drinking and what you thinking, Kenny?
6: What up? What Fresh peach and mango frozen margarita with two shots of that. Rock and roll tequila. tequila. That's what I'm talking about. And that national anthem, that sounds like me after about four margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> you give Kenny four margaritas. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Mama and Papa Bear brought us, and shout out, Brian. Welcome back, my man.
1: Thank you very much, Kenny. Appreciate all yeah,
6: that. Yeah, we miss you, man. And to my Wee hockey-playing grandsons, Landon and Maxon, what am I thinking? Today, I'm not beloviate, <laughs> originate, <laughs> procrastinate, yeah. or talking about the Cowboys to regurgitate. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It is a fact. That Thomas Jefferson was credited with bringing vanilla ice cream to America from France. In the 1970s, girls were having sex so much that the birth control pills were shaped like Fred Flintstone vitamins. (laughs) And it is a fact that farting can reduce blood pressure. Oh, and is good for your health. And one time, I was hitchhiking. The first time I ever hitchhiked, and I got beat up because I used the wrong finger. <laughs> <laughs> My lock rock and roll. There he goes, Kenny.
3: Have a great weekend. It opens the line at 877 881 We're live spring training on What You Drink and What You Think on a Friday.
1: You guys never had Flintstone Vitamins, did you? Yes, huh? Oh, I
3: did. Did you really?
1: Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Thought they, I thought they were way before your time. No. Mom yeah. stopped buying them because we
8: started eating them like candy. Like candy? Were, like, yeah. You know, you're, yeah. You know, I got you. Let's good. go to Drew. Uh, Drew, you're in the G Bag Nation. What are you drinking? What are you thinking, dog?
10: So, don't judge me, guys. I've been drinking that ice-cold Bud Light. <laughs> My boy Mizzle been drinking those Jackson Cokes.
6: Okay. So, and here's what I'm thinking. How good does it feel to go through spring training as the defending world champion?
3: Yeah. Amazing. That yeah, feels great. great.
6: Yeah. And here's the other thing. Like, everyone's saying that because of our injuries... I think the first
10: half, we're going to be top one of the top five teams in baseball. And the second half, when we get healthy, y'all better watch out. Lock up okay. your daughters because we will be the best team in baseball. All right. And if you don't think that, you need to go listen to somebody else because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and the last Dang. thing I'm thinking, stay with me on this. Uh-huh. Last thing I'm thinking, Dallas Cowboys are trash. I've been a Packers fan since 96. Let's go.
9: Oh.
0: oh, Dang, he snuck that one in there. Yeah,
1: I appreciate him liking our 96 team, though. That was a Super Bowl team. Good time to be a fan. It's
3: weird when <laughs> Packers fans show up randomly. Yeah. I always forget. I would, that you know, impossible. I would
1: much rather the Packer fan than the Eagles fan or something like that, though. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Packer fan, I, I understand. I mean, but he, he picked a great hurt, time though. to be a Packer fan. That was a good run. Good run.
3: It, it's It's been a bad decade between the two franchises, I would say, on our behalf. We got to get some sort of revenge coming up. <laughs> you uh before too long yeah that's a good point we just we're always on the wrong side of that one what do you say Lucius one more
8: uh I'm gonna do two more okay. I'm gonna do three more big Jim more. big Jim you're in the beat oh, yeah. yeah. I missed this voice what's going on big Jim
10: well well it's uh it's good to good good to be on with you dad drinking the whiskey uh I just poured it so it ain't, <laughs> ain't ain't minus in me out of the glass yet congratulations mm-hmm. to the Walters. that's just a wonderful thing Brothers, it's good to have you back. We missed you last week. Thank you, Big Jim. Uh, condol- yeah, I wanna say condolences though to Lucis. This is for you, me and you, I guess. Uh we lost yeah. uh, Richard Lewis yeah. this week. Yeah, sure pretty sad. And uh I guess he hey, I guess I guess hey, I guess Larry Davis gonna he put him in his will. so there you go. Yeah, sure did. That. Sure did. If you watched the last um, episode. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, man, I've been under the weather this week, so man, it's just been kind of rough. My, my wild-out girl, she got me one of them uh, 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 green machine smoothies the other day. Boy, let me tell you something. Don't, y'all shouldn't be drinking those things. That chlorophyll in there mm. wreaked havoc on my inside. <laughs> mm. Mm. And, mm. Oh, it's horrible. And speak, oh, yeah. listen, speaking of gas, speaking of gas, Ain't nothing but hot, stinky air coming out of the star this week. I've been reading the Dallas Morning News, and man, I tell you what, that it ain't it ain't together down there. And I tell you what, boys, I ain't I ain't too excited about this. And uh, I've been watching a little bit of that uh, a little bit of that combine. There's there's some good guys down there, but I tell you, I don't, I don't think our guys all dialed in. So uh, ain't too hopeful. But boys, good to have y'all back. It's good to hear Boach's voice on the radio. We got to get in reading kids' books. So. Uh, there we go. And, hey, everybody, though, you better stick around because L.A. Live is coming up next with our man, <laughs> Lucius. So stick around. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, well, Jim, Jim, Jim. Is, yeah, I want Jim reading kids, bud. Yeah. Me too. 545.
8: Man. I'm taking that, Jim. Appreciate it. Using that as an intro for now Yikes. Yeah, y'all better stick around. Now, yeah. LA Live's coming up. On right. 105.3, you your fans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Black and Gold B. Black and Gold Super Bowl. You're in the G Bag Nation. What are you drinking? What are you thinking, dog? What's going
10: on, fellas? Man, hey, I buddy. just pulled into my driveway, so I'm about to crack open a cold jingling light. Jingling. And I'm thinking, well, first I want to just give a shout out and congratulations to Zach. Yes, about yes. him being a pappy. And uh, it got me thinking about when my son was born like three and a half years ago. He came out, uh, he was born about four weeks early. We went to the hospital and they had to do an emergency C section on my wife. But uh, thankfully, man, for Dr. Ross and the nurses there at Methodist in Dallas, they saved my wife's life. Hey, you, you know, it. I'm forever grateful for them because they're like to me and my family, they're some, some true life heroes. Salute, yeah. I've yeah. just been thinking about that, you know, thinking you know, things. And uh, that, that's pretty much it, man. Y'all have a great weekend, a great trip home. You too. Oh, yeah. and the song I'm going to recommend this weekend is a Logical Song by, by Super Tramp.
1: Super Tramp. Ooh, 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 that, ooh, is ooh, ooh. that is a good Super one. That is a good one. Super
10: Tramp.
8: That's my pool playlist. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yacht
1: Rock Radio.
8: Yes. You already know, playboy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last one right here. Rodeo Ron. Rodeo Ron. Yes. You are in the G-Bag Nation. What are you drinking? What are you thinking? Take us home, bro.
11: I'm going to get that Jim Beam with a little spice of sweet tea. I'm going to make go. it short, sweet, and simple. Hey, we need to have a polo party. Not just any tolo party, a tolo drinking party, <laughs> and let's see who the tolo can drink the most. And no, listen, no. The greatest radio station in the world and if you're not hanging out with radio love, no. drinking Jim Bee on a Friday night what the hell you at?
1: Let's go. Oh, terrible idea. Uh, right? I want to pitch that idea, bro. I
8: want to pitch it, man. No, Me too. No. See how the sales team and everybody feels about it. Brian Purdy, where you at, baby? <laughs> yeah. Which total could drink the most? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your sign-up sheet. <laughs> what a disaster! Uh, let's get into LA Live. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. All
3: right, you, time you smoke. Can you out drink brine? <laughs> Fire up this
2: funk
9: <laughs> and Challenge.
8: Challenge.
2: It'll
7: make you dance and some of everything.
9: Everybody get out. Hey! I'm a new man, baby. Can I tell
8: y'all what I tell people? I, I tell folk, this is the highest I've ever been. But it's the lowest you'll ever see me. Like
2: that. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, yeah. oh,
8: Lord, yeah. oh, Lord, yeah. oh,
2: it's the highest I've ever
8: been, yes, but the lowest you'll ever see me. Because when you
1: see me again, higher,
8: nah. greater, nah. more, 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 more. I'm hyped up. Ready to get some souls for the Lord, bro. (laughs)
4: It's
8: LA Live for March 1st. It's the first of the month. It's a Friday, too, uh, here at LA Live. Uh, Did we mention on-time experts by chance there, Mr. Dawson? Oh, we did now. My bad, Lucius. Oh, gravy, baby. Oh, gravy, baby. All right, I got another sponsor for you, too. LA Live has a sponsor, people. Sponsored by Kissable Dental and their no-bill guarantee. Book online at kissabledental.com. Your kissable journey begins today. Oh, yeah, y'all. It's the weekend, baby. Got to give you that warning.
5: This weekend safety briefing. Do not add to the population. Do not subtract from the population.
6: I'll be the one Do
5: not end up in the hospital, newspaper, or jail. If you do end up in jail, establish dominance quickly.
8: Establish the dominance. Get the dominance. Yeah, we bad, Jack. Yeah, we bad.
9: What are you doing? I'm getting bad. You better get bad, Jack, because you ain't bad. you going to get <laughs> bad. <laughs> they don't mess with you. <laughs> yeah.
10: That's
8: right. That's right. We bad. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, get bad. And uh, be careful out here because the law dogs will not. They're not going to play with you, bro. No. You know. It's a, a real world, world out here, fam. It's yeah. weird out here. GBag the day. We do it every weekday on the fan at 2.30. Our winners represent the SWAC Southwestern Athletic Conference. Going to basketball right here. Mississippi Valley State men's basketball team finally won a game. Right before we get to March Madness, will they qualify? I wonder. <laughs> They're 1-27, and,
9: and they storm the court. And I'm trying to- <laughs> the Missouri Vandal Devils are currently on a one game winning streak.
4: Oh, my mic. A with what a game. The
9: Panthers will fall to 10 and 16, 5 and 10, the swag. The Missouri Vandal Devils will improve to 1 and 27. What a
6: senior. 1 and 14, night. the swag. Let's go! 1 and 14, the swag! No! Other
9: than Brown. Brown. Thank you, my guy.
6: Thank you, my guy. Uh.
8: Rayquan Brown. You think they celebrated after that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> 100%
3: right? yes. Still are. Lead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully this can fuel them to go on a run the conference tournament.
8: We need more of this. That's all they need, man. All you got to do is win one, buddy.
1: I would like to see these guys, if they don't get it, the tournament, they, they get to broadcast tournament games. Oh, That they take them to a regional. Wow, wow, God, and that that those guys dull. get to call games for, like, Westwood 1. You know? Wow. That would be That would be so much fun to hear yeah. those guys. Call basketball
8: games. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Live 105.3 The Fan. It is a Friday night, people. We made it. Yes. Yes. Ask these boys a question. Ask you too, Tolo. Asking you too. Please answer this question if anybody has an answer. Has there ever been a pro boxer that successfully stepped into the octagon and beat an MMA guy? We've seen boxers and MMA guys mix it up, but they're always in the, the boxing ring. They never right. step into the octagon. And I can understand why. Yeah. I know there's been like James Tony back in the day. He got folded up like laundry. Uh Kimbo Slice was a hell of a guy online, though when he stepped into the MMA thing, he that got guy. pieced up. Yeah. Uh, Ray Mercer. Uh, I can't think of anybody. Uh, I think
1: it's a different fighter, right, Lucius? It's a, it's a different totally
8: different Body thing. type, maybe? Dude, I mean it's just more skills. Yeah. Gotta be. Yeah, so a whole lot more Gotta skills. Be. They, lighter, lighter gloves. F- yeah. That part? No gloves. That honey. part. Yeah. Leg sweeps and kicks. You don't yeah. know how to block those things. No, heck no. You kick me in my shin thirty times in three yeah. minutes. Yeah, I don't I'm know done. what's going on. I'm trying Over. to protect my face and pow pow down here's it happening. Yeah. Uh well we played King uh Ryan Garcia's audio earlier. Yeah. From the press conference. Yeah. We he's played after G Bag of the day.
1: Accusing people of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
8: Yeah, he's one of the best lightweight boxers in the game right now, King Ryan Garcia. He wants to fight MMA fighter Sean O'Malley in the octagon. Ooh. This a boxer wants to step into the octagon because he said he beat up his security guard who fights MMA, <laughs> so he <laughs> feel like he's ready. I
0: got this. I got this, bro. I feel it's good. Same, same thing.
8: Uh, Ryan Garcia said he's been reaching out to the big boss. What's his name over there? Dana White.
1: Dana White.
8: Okay. Tell him he's ready to fight, you know, put some money up. Let's let's make something happen. Dana White hasn't reached back out to him, from, from what I know. But let's listen to Ryan Garcia on the MMA Hour. He says he will destroy Sean O'Malley. I'll
2: beat his in MMA, guaranteed. In MMA? Yeah, I'm a natural. You don't understand. I'm a natural in wrestler. M- I just beat my security that's a wrestler. I beat him. I'm strong, mm-hmm. and I got crazy conditioning.
0: So most people in your position would want him to come over to boxing. No, but I
2: want, that's already been done. Yeah. I know I'm going to knock him out in boxing. That's not even fair. What is fair is to test myself in MMA because I know if I put my mind to it and I trained every day and I had Nate helping me, even Alex Pereira, all of them, and I really locked in, Bruh. he will not beat me. I will come with everything I have and I would destroy Sean O'Malley. I've already sent text messages to Dana. Yes. I have, I've already got people that are connected to Dana to ask him, let's do this. I'll come to UFC, pay me a bag, I'm there. Yeah, pay me the bag.
3: Man, I, th- I think if he wanted to like try it, maybe three to five years, if he's young enough, if he could still be in his prime, it would be good. But I think there's so many like different techniques and holds and stuff when you get involved in the jiu-jitsu that if you get into a grappling situation against a real professional, it's going to end really bad for you. Yeah, and quickly. That'll the fact
1: f- that they knock you on the ground and they then st- they dive on top of you and start hitting you even yeah, more. Yeah, with those hammer hits, bam, that, bam, that, bam. To me, when you get knocked out in boxing, they they send the guy to the corner and he didn't get to touch you anymore. Yeah, you get knocked on the ground in that MMA stuff, man. They 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 attack. Yeah, they pounce you.
3: And yeah, I don't and know about that. you know, you got to have a, a level of awareness how to defend yourself in those yeah. situations. I just don't think it translates no. at all. It's 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 doable That's when hard the hard MMA hard. guy is taking away like eighty yeah. percent of his skills to go just be a hand fighter in the boxing ring. I just, I mean, I appreciate the, uh, the I bravery too. from Ryan I Garcia, too. but yeah. I, I wonder if it's like is his viability as a boxer going away, so he's having to do like a, a stunt to try to get a bag or what?
8: Uh, you said bravery right there, Mister Dawson, but maybe. Four years ago, you would have called that delusional athlete yeah.
9: syndrome.
8: Yes, yes, yes. 100% delusional, right there. You want to Yo. fight MMA, man? Start like the lower levels. Don't go to this guy right here, bro. Yeah, it's brutal. dude. Don't go to Sean O'Malley, cause man, these MMA dudes, I've seen them like on videos fold up three guys at one time. Oof. Yeah. It's a real thing, like in the streets. And people don't understand that this dude, who may be like five six, has awesome fighting skills, yeah. and will fold you up.
3: I guess, bro. It's Uh-oh. pretty crazy how, how they how they can just go about it, even if they're way uh, outsized, too, on the street. Yeah. Like giant guys. They're just like, oh, yeah, this is no problem. It's going to be
8: fun. They're me. so good at fighting. My cousin does that MMA stuff. He does boxing, MMA, and then wow. what's the other one? Look like you're laying down, humping each other, but you're really fighting. That's, that's jujitsu. Yeah, he does that one, too. He does that one. Uh, Sean O'Malley heard all of this from Ryan Garcia. Cool. And he, and he had a response.
5: Yeah, someone messed me on Snapchat. They're like, yo, you see, right? I'm like, what did he call me out on? And then he's saying, he, someone sent me a screenshot of his Instagram. and said uh, he would fight me in UFC if the money was there. It's like, buddy. UFC? I, I said, brother, I would kill you within minutes. It's not even, it's just not even realistic. There's just.
2: Realistic. A, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, he, if he expects to get a bag, a, a, a big bag from Dana dancing bag, like, are you serious?
5: Crazy how stupid and delusional that is. I mean, c- I could take him down and choke him, but it's like I yeah. would kick him in the f- body. I would kick his little sticks. <laughs> I would, do, I mean, do whatever the f- I wanted to him. Yeah, I right. could <laughs> box him with MMA gloves. It's a different sport just with those little MMA gloves. The distance Boom. is different. I could beat him and Devin Haney (laughs) the same night back to back in a fight. There's just no... Make that happen. The the
2: Dunning-Kruger effect, a lot of people have this, uh, is a cognitive bias Mm -hmm. in which people with limited competence in a particular domain overestimate their abilities.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He's overestimating his ability because he knows how to throw a left hand or right hand. Buddy, you've been fucked. Learning how to. I've been fighting for 13 years.
1: been fighting for 13 years, my. He's right about yeah, the kicking so part, right. Lucius. The kicking. You mentioned it. The kicking would just destroy oh, that you. That
8: kicking would wear you out.
1: And then you're defending that, and then now you're getting hit in the face. Yeah, uh, no. Uh-uh.
8: But I would love to see that. Uh, make that happen. A tank and Devin versus O'Malley fight. Make that one happen. Uh, yeah, MMA Packers. fighter to fighting two boxers, double header. Yep. Yeah, double header, back to back. Let's make that happen, because I still believe O'Malley will shake them both. I do. That's something you can get it back.
3: Fight
0: yeah, yeah. them at the yeah. same time, and it would be fun because <laughs> well, well, the same time deal would be kind of cool, but. It would be fun because this dude, he wouldn't he wouldn't be trying to toy around. He would know I'm trying to end this first one quickly because I got a whole other fight that I got to get to. So it'd be full on attack mode in that first one. Yes. He wouldn't be dancing around or anything. He'd be like, I'm trying to end this dude as quickly as possible so I can go kick another rear end.
8: Shout That's out to the, sport. the fan techs who told me Clarissa Shields T-Rex got a belt in uh, boxing and won an MMA. Hey, there right. it is. You got there one. You let the ladies out to you, fellas. Come on. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, though. Uh, make that fight happen there, uh, UFC. Please make that fight happen. Pulling out, girls. Lord there willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. Have a safe weekend. Please, please. I want to see you here on Monday.
3: L.A. Live with Lucius Alexander every night at 540 here in the GBAC Nation. Especially Thanks if you're to th-
8: between the ages of uh, 25 and 54. I definitely want to see you back here on Monday, okay? 100%. Yes.
3: Please.
1: Yes, please. We'd
3: appreciate everybody listening for sure. Salute to you. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Cowboys Combine recap is coming up. Who are they looking at out there? We'll give you everything we know coming up next in the nation.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?